Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Today's interview is with Andrew Lorenzo. He is a mindfulness coach, and um, I just thought it'd be really interesting to find out a little bit more about mindfulness and how to practice that with with running. Now, I was having a look at the actual full meaning of mindfulness so that we can really get a an a heads up on what we're talking about. So mindfulness is a state of active, open attention on the present. This is from Psychology Today. When we are mindful, we are carefully observe our thoughts and feelings without judging them as good or bad. So this, I believe, can be really useful in <clears throat> running, specifically ultra running when you're out there for a long time and certain things can come up that um, if you focus on them could actually derail your race. So that's why I thought talking about mindfulness with, with an expert in the field would be really beneficial for you as a listener and also for me, quite frankly, because it is something we can all improve on. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. I'm here today with Andrew Lorenzo, who is a runner, marathon runner, and also a mindfulness coach. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Um, So you're a marathoner. Basically, you run mainly marathons, or have you done some other racing? What sort of other stuff? So so my running journey kind of started, I've been running all my life. Um, I've only just gotten into the racing in the last... 16, 17 months, really. Yeah. Um, I've done a few marathons. That's where my main focus is. But I have done some trail halves. Um, I've done a few 10K races, but my main sort of focus is our run. So would you say you've done sort of the 10Ks and that is training for the marathons and that sort of stuff? Yeah, normally I'll do a 10K race as as like a a warm-up race just to get the the mindset of the race in not so much practice anything else but the mindset of it yeah Um, yeah i mean i think it's important to practice racing but you can't do marathons every weekend so no no some people can which is crazy yeah (laughs) um so and what are your specific goals with your marathoning so when i first started my marathon journey uh, i i found out a lot about myself emil zatapak says that if you want to run run a mile if you want to change your life run a marathon and it absolutely did I found out so much about myself in that first marathon journey and so I wanted to see how far I could take that so I have I have a really ambitious goal of getting to a a sub three hour specifically a a 240 marathon wow and and reason being 240 is long story short I struggled with weight a long time ago, and my heaviest was 240 pounds. Oh, okay. Um, so that's the number that that's, I chose. Yeah, yeah and that's great. So, and it wasn't so much the weight, it was the, the mindset that I was in when I was there that yeah. was the worst. So I want to I wanna take my body and my mind to that next level to see how far I can push it. And I'm just, it's, it's just really been a lot of fun so far. I mean, you know, there's some, there's some downs at the moment, I'm injured at the moment, but you know, I'm, I'm, well, yeah. that's kind of part of being a runner, really, isn't it? It's dealing it. with the injuries and working the body out and yeah. that sort of stuff. <clears throat> and that's and that's that's it. You know, this whole thing has been a big <clears throat> journey, a mental journey. Yeah. Which is even more exciting than I thought the physical journey would be. Well, that's a good segue into then talking about the mindfulness. 
So what is a mindfulness coach, first of all? Okay, so mindfulness coach is somebody, obviously, that coaches mindfulness. And now mindfulness can be really simply described as bringing yourself to the present moment and focusing on that moment. It's a little bit, it's kind of like on the same sort of spectrum as meditation. Yep. So meditation and mindfulness are sort of on uh, two sides of the same coin. Whereas med- meditation might take you to a theoretically like a spiritual place and you know a higher consciousness and, and higher learning, that sort of thing. Whereas mindfulness just simply means being in the moment. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you be in the moment when you are running and you're having to deal with different things happening and planning ahead of how you're going to pace and all that sort of stuff? How are you in the moment? Yeah, well, <laughs> so the whole thing about mindful, so if I'm talking about mindful running, you want to almost get away from, you know, how fast should I be running? How fast can I run? What should my, you know, what what how should I feel in 10K? Yeah. You want to just focus on sort of running by feeling, right? Yeah. And so if I'm practicing mindful running, I'm just focusing on my breath at that moment. I'm focusing on where my foot is striking the ground. I'm focusing on how I'm feeling. How's my body moving and it's just it's 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 a really wise thing to do and you don't have to do mindful running all the time but it's a wise thing to do because so many times we focus too much on the future of what we're in and it it can it can screw with you so if you're doing like a a 30k training run or something and you're 5k in the last thing you want to be thinking about is oh man i'm only 5k still got 25k to go whereas if you just focus on that moment and yeah. how you're feeling, it's just, it's a lot less that you have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as a mindfulness coach, how, how do you help people to get better at staying in the moment? Yeah. So, there are a few things that I, as a, as a coach, talk about when, when, I'm, when I'm meeting somebody for the first time, for example. So, the first thing I'll say, th- there's a few things that you have to focus on in terms of mindfulness to, to get you to a point. The first thing I'll say is don't try to be perfect at it yeah. because it is hard, especially if you've never done it I can before. imagine, yeah. Uh, but the first thing you want to do is, is start to focus on your breath. And when I say that, what I mean is how exactly are you breathing? Are you breathing in through your nose? Are you breathing in through your mouth? Are you breathing out through your nose or out through your mouth? Is your, you know, things like is your breath cold? Is it oh, warm? Okay. What part of your body is moving? Do you teach specific ways to breathe or is it just... Being aware of the it's, breath. It's more being aware of the breath. So I try to steer clear of teaching specific ways uh, of, of breathing just because whatever is natural to you. I mean, yeah. for me, diaphragmatic breathing, I breathe in through my nose and my stomach expands. Yeah. I know a lot of people breathe into their chest. And I try not to mess with that too much, even though I kind of, I always want to. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> you should breathe differently. But I try to steer clear of that because it's just the less Does that, that come, I worry about. You're better at that diaphragmatic breathing because you've done musical theater. Is that yeah. more from the singing and that yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. Like so you've I've, learned how to breathe I've properly. I've learned how to breathe that way. Yeah. yeah. Because I probably am more an upper chest breather and I've tried diaphragmatic breathing. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it took me a while to get used to it because, I mean, before I started singing, yeah, I was... Breathing yeah. in the chest, and and it, we live in an age, and I don't, I, I don't mean this to sound the wrong way, but especially as um, as a male figure, sometimes yeah. you expect to have that, you know, <laughs> the chest sticking out. So a lot of a lot of men I find that I coach, they have a, they always breathe into their chest uh, okay. because they're so used to holding everything there. 
Oh, okay. Funny. Oh, there you it's go. Funny. That's interesting. But yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we, we focus on the breath first, and and then once they can once they can work on that, I get them to start focusing on the present moment. Um, and you have to you have to work on it in stages. So what's going on in that moment? What's what's going on physically right in that moment? Is it you know not I'm not talking about the day. I'm yeah, not talking. Yeah. I'm talking about how do you physically feel? You know what's your body doing? Are you cold? Are you warm? What what sounds can you hear? Like we just heard a bird outside. I don't know if you might be. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, well, we'll find out later. that's we'll find out. Yeah. Um, and then basically just just calming yourself in that moment because I, I spoke about it a little bit in, uh, a couple minutes ago. If you focus too much on the future, you you build up anxiety. Yes. If you focus too much on the past, you might. Uh, go into like depression or guilt yeah. and you know focusing on the future is good you know well you need to know yeah. or plan sort of but you don't want it, that to be a pure focus exactly you don't yeah. want to let it run your life and yeah. so the whole thing about mindfulness is not letting it run your life and getting to a point where you can control how those thoughts affect you rather than those thoughts controlling you yeah yeah and I would assume you use it in your own running as Absolutely. well and have you found it beneficial yeah yeah totally and for me when I and I don't do it all the time because yeah. you I, you know you don't need to but the more you do use it the the better off you can get through moments like for example okay I just did the Melbourne Marathon right and it went really badly for me like yeah. 15 or 16 kilometers in my knee was telling me that we ain't gonna, oh, no. yeah we ain't doing this today yeah um, and so, and that's early to be hearing that. Yeah. And it's like, man, I got like 20, <laughs> 27 kilometers to go, man. Like what, what in God's name am I going to do? And that's that thought. I've, I've got 27 kilometers to go. Mm. I was able to think, well, wait, hang on. Doesn't matter. We're here. Focus on right now. What do I need to do? And it just, it calms you down at the very base of it. It just calms you down because... Yeah. You know, something goes wrong in a race and all of a sudden you're thinking, oh man, if I keep going, am, am I going to get more injured or am I going to DNF or am I going to let people down that think I'm going to do better? And it's like that flow of consciousness. Flow of consciousness is a good thing, but if you let it get out of hand, it can take you to a really negative place. So in my running, it just helps me to focus on not worrying about the worst case scenario because, you know, the truth is... Sometimes worst case scenario, it's going to happen. Mm. And it's going to happen whether... Whether you worry about it or not. <laughs> yeah. So you might yeah. as well just like get comfortable yeah. and let things play out as they're going to... Yeah. Yeah. And so how long would you need to work with someone to help them get to the stage where they can kind of do it on their own? Yeah, look, you can start doing it on your own from the first, from the first go. I always tell people... You know, mindfulness doesn't have to be a long and drawn out process. I mean, if you, you practice mindfulness for two minutes a day, okay. a couple times a week, that's that's a great start. Yeah. Um, I think when I, when I work with somebody, I'd say if I was to put an average time on when they didn't, because I'm not somebody that you would come to. I'm not like um, as in a counselor where you'd come yeah, to me yeah. over and over and over again. You're oh, with okay. me. My clientele is with me for, I think the longest I've ever needed to work with somebody was a, a few months. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and they'll, you know, if they lose their way, quote unquote, they'll come back. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'd say the average time is anywhere from, you know, 
three, four, five, six sessions maybe. Okay. Um, and it's just hour long. And basically what that session involves is just us talking about what sort of things maybe might worry them and why they think they worry them. And then we'll, you know, and that's where my kind of life coaching comes along as well. But then at the end of the session, I'll just take them through a guided mindfulness. Okay. You know. Exercise. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about running, but what sort of other people would you work with to help with mindfulness? Oh, I, I work with a few corporate uh, corporate people whose daily lives get quite stressful. Okay. Because the thing about that, when you when you have something going on in your life that, if we use a corporate uh, as an example, so many things are going on, and the danger of that is you become mindless. Yeah. And so, I mean, we've all been in those. You know, if we're driving through the car, uh, oh, yeah. in the car, or we're just going through our day, and all of a sudden, an hour's passed, and it's like, what happened? What happened to that yeah. hour? Like, how did I get here? And we don't want that. Yeah, if you've ever, if you've ever seen the movie Click with Adam yes. Sandler, yeah, yeah, it gets to the point where he uses the remote so much that all of a sudden, things are just like ten years are going without him having to do anything because, mm. because it's just he's so used to fast forwarding, yeah, yeah, and not yeah. living through the moments that matter. And it's it's actually a great metaphor. I don't probably think that they meant to do this, but yeah, a lot of corporate people they will go through their days and just go on autopilot for so yeah. much, and they just need to be able to take those moments throughout the day to focus on what they're doing, to focus on that present moment, so they can appreciate every single moment. Yeah. Right? I mean, look, there are times when <laughs> there are times when you just want. And need to get through certain oh, things yeah. <laughs> without feeling every freaking moment of it. Yeah. But if you let that become the rule rather than the exception, it can... It you can, can kind of miss your whole life, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. So would um, runners who learn how to use mindfulness within their running, do you think that then stands them in good stead to apply it to their life as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think everything that you do in running can can apply to your life, right? I mean, yeah. running is such a great metaphor for life. I mean, <laughs> you you start off on this journey and God knows what's going to happen. Yeah. But you're going to get through it and you're going to have a support team to get you through it. And if you can focus on every single moment at some points, yeah, I think that that translates really well into life because I mean, the the reason one of the reasons that I run is because I like the way that I feel when I'm doing it because I'm in that moment and I want to crave more of that. And I think that if you find something that you want to crave more of, being in that moment, you'll force yourself to do it yeah. in your life. And yeah, I think it's... Um, now, what happens if you're in the middle of a race and you're really suffering Yep. and you're in pain and you've had enough and then you're thinking, well, I should be in the moment, but you're thinking, I just want to shut off the pain and mm. that sort of thing. And sometimes we disassociate. Yeah. So to get through those tough moments, what yep. do you, what is your outlook on those sorts of moments when it's really tough? Yeah. And I, look, I think that there are some moments that disassociation is not such a bad thing, Yeah. but also like for me, for example, if I'm really in pain when I'm, I'm in a run, it lets me know that, you know, cliches, it is, it lets you know you're alive. Yeah. Right. And it lets you know that, yeah, okay, you are struggling, but here's the deal about that. It's a learning process. Everything that happens that's negative, if you can be mindful of it, it's, it's a learning process. So you've got, and 
it's it's kind of a hard thing to say to somebody. Look, accept it, <laughs> acknowledge yeah. it, and that's the whole thing about mindfulness is you got to acknowledge what's going on. Yeah. And in terms of something like pain, well, okay, I'm in pain here. I'm acknowledging this. Why am I in pain? And then that's when a good flow of consciousness can start coming because there's good flow of consciousness, a bad flow of consciousness, right? So you're being more constructive about the pain rather yeah. than <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because if you disassociate yourself too much. You're not going to learn anything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're running all these races, and it's like, well, I'm in pain all the time. I don't know why. Yeah, that's true. And I haven't done anything to figure it out. Whereas if you're in that moment, you can focus on what's your foot strike, what's your cadence, what's your breathing like, yeah. you know, how's your how's your body holding up. Um, so, yeah, in a in a constructive way, disassociation can be good, but to learn how to become a more efficient runner, which is what we all want. Yes, indeed we do. Yeah, you've got to be paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah. So it certainly pays to be mindful yeah. of your running. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any like sort of tips that runners that are listening could use? You know, I know you said focus mm-hmm. on, on your breath, but, you know, on the next few runs that people go on, what are some other sort of things they yeah. could focus on? So even before, like, so a lot of times when, when I talk to a runner, the thing that I'll say is start before your run. Oh, okay. Right. So before you got in a run, it really actually, I wouldn't start this on a long run if you've never done it before. Yeah. Start it with a shorter run that you just, you're going to break yourself into, right? So before you got in a run, just take two minutes and focus on your breath. Start to bring, bring your concentration onto your breath. What is your breath doing? Okay. And then start thinking about your run, but not too much, except that. Um, whatever it is that you need to be thinking about for your run. So, okay, I've got 5K. Acknowledge that. Visualize it for a little bit. Yep. So mindfulness is, is not so much visualization, but you can. And imagine yourself going through every moment, almost envisioning yourself that you're in that moment and what that's going to feel like, moment by moment. And then focus on how your body's feeling and bring it back. Except, so, okay, am I cold? Yep, okay, I've I've acknowledged that. Cool. But don't focus too much on it. The only thing that you want to focus on is the visualization. And once you've done that, fine. And is that like with visualization where you're supposed to kind of like feel it? Yeah, yeah. The best thing that I've I've done for my running is is visualization. Okay. Um, And knowing... So even just just visualizing just a standard run? Yeah. Yeah, and visualizing, accepting, and acknowledging that there are going to be points where it's going to suck. Yeah, maybe, you know, welcome to the suck. That's yeah, you know, that's like the motto of running sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and and yet we continue to do it every day. It. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> What's like, with that? <laughs> anything else that makes you suffer as much as running, you would I quit know. just right exactly. away. Exactly. But yeah, so yeah, focus on your breathing. Focus on how your body's feeling. Acknowledge everything, and then if if you're doing it. Cr- and I say this, I, I shouldn't say this, but if you're doing it quote unquote correctly, yeah. you should feel pretty damn relaxed at okay. the end of just a couple minutes just focusing on your breath yeah. and visualizing your run. And you don't have to visualize always that it's going to be a good run. You've got to be honest with yourself. Yeah, that's right. You know? and Yeah, like that first couple of K can sometimes be pretty ordinary yeah. as your body's warming up. And yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, you get there. Yeah. You absolutely get there. Now, what are your thoughts on like listening to music or podcasts or that sort of thing when you are running? Yeah, so, okay, I totally do. I listen yeah. to music and podcasts all the time when I run. But in terms of mindful running, I'd say don't do it. Yeah. You know, 
even if you pick one run a week, and even if it's not a long run, if you don't want to do a long run without music, yeah. or even if you do a section of it without music. Yeah, because you can just turn the music off or yeah. podcast off for a little while. Yeah, exactly. And I think definitely for mindful running, you want to steer clear of that. You want to get used to hearing what's going on around you yeah. and not well dissociating by playing music or yeah. listening to podcasts. I mean, to be honest, just like when you're running in the bush in the mornings, hearing the kookaburras and all yeah. that sort of stuff is pretty amazing. And yeah. if you're always listening to something, you miss out on those special moments. That's it. And and that's the whole thing about it is by being mindful, by paying attention to, and acknowledge the thing, uh, acknowledging the things that are happening, you find new appreciation for, yeah. for running and, yeah. and for what's going on. You know, I, I this last marathon that I ran, I started off with my headphones and... I, you know, I took them off. Oh, really? I just, you know, I was suffering, you know, yeah. with the knee and everything, but I wanted to hear what was going on around me. Yeah. And I wanted to feel what was going on in that moment. And be part of the whole atmosphere. Yeah. I think when you're running in a big race like Melbourne Marathon with headphones on, you're kind of in your own little world then, really. Yeah. And you miss out on yeah, so much. Yeah, I think so. So much. Like, I I used to run with my headphones a lot more than I do now. Yep. Um but yeah, it's if you if you're practicing mindful running, no, don't don't. I find when I used to race marathons hard, I couldn't listen to music. Yeah, right. Because I would find it a annoying and b well, I couldn't really hear it anyway. Yeah. Because I'd be so focused on what I was doing that I couldn't listen to music. Yeah, just I don't know. Yeah, it's funny that actually when I run hard, <laughs> music sometimes pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like another yeah, annoying like, distraction in your head. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. And especially these days with so much going on all the time with our phones buzzing and yeah. all that sort of stuff, I think sometimes it's good to just switch everything off. That's it. And that's that's a big thing. So with mindfulness, it is it is all about switching that stuff off. The only things that you want to be acknowledging are the natural things that are going on around you. Yeah. Because I think technology, I almost swore, <laughs> I think technology is, is the biggest part of why people become quote-unquote mindless. Yes, I would agree. Because there is nothing easier than being on your phone on Facebook or Instagram or something and all of a sudden, wow, 20 minutes have just gone by. I know. and It's like a time suck. Yeah. It's scary. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And I think we need to get away from that. And you know what? Look, I'm guilty, right? Oh, yeah. Me too. We're all guilty. Yeah. But I think you've got to have some time where you're not doing that because we're all slaves to our phones a lot of the times. I mean, there was a time before I got into mindfulness coaching and, and practicing mindful, uh, mindfulness myself where I was literally, I could be, I, I'm an actor, right? So I have a lot of free time. Okay. <laughs> so, unfortunately. So I'd be sitting at home and I'd literally be on my phone the whole time. I wouldn't even be paying attention to the television. Uh, yes. Or I'll be yeah. on my phone when I'm eating. Yeah. And, and so that's the thing about it is you, not, maybe not so much television, but if you're eating a meal or... Uh, you know, if you're doing something, whatever it is, if you're... Pay not, attention to what you're actually doing. Yeah, pay attention to it. Yeah. Be mindful of what you're doing. Take in every moment. Especially if you're somebody who is, you know, trying to eat more healthy or, yeah. you know, have some healthier habits. The worst thing that you can do while you're eating is be on your phone. Because What about reading? Is that okay? Yeah, reading's okay. Because I don't know, I find eating gets a bit boring. When you're on just on your own eating... Oh, you mean reading while you're eating? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look, there are exceptions, of course. If you're if you're somebody who's trying because to... Because when they say you've got to be mindful of every mindful, that could take a while. Well, 
Start out by being okay. So okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll say start out by being mindful of the meals that are treats. Yeah, maybe, yeah. You know? yeah um, that's fair enough. Yeah. Rather than scoffing them and yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I mean, I, I don't eat a lot of junk food anymore. But when I do, you want to really enjoy. I it. really want to. Enjoy yeah, the I, I do agree with that philosophy. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. <clears throat> And and that's that's the way that it should be because it's it is a treat. So you don't want to be eating, you know, all of a sudden four slices of pizza and it's like, oh, I didn't even enjoy that because I've been on three yeah, and Facebook. Don't even remember eating it. No, yeah, it just no, kind of happened. Better order another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So scary thought. Well, that's really interesting. So where can people get in contact with you if they want some help with mindfulness? Yeah. That so sort of thing? basically you can check out, I run a podcast called Breaking the Barrier. Uh, there's an episode on there all about mindfulness. I think it was like episode 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise you can get in contact with me through my website, breakingthebarrierpodcast.com. And uh, you can check out uh, a link to the mindfulness. It's got a little bit of information on there as well. And Contact me through there if you're interested in hearing more. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate the chat. Thank you for having me. Well, I hope you learned some interesting tips from Andrew. That was some great information there. And I know I certainly have picked up some things, especially in regards to before you go for a run, getting into that mindful headspace before you even head out the door, which I think is um, probably really important. And I'm certainly going to give that a try. Now, as I always say, I would really appreciate it if you could um, subscribe to my podcast and review it. Subscribing it and reviewing it all helps it move up on the scale of where podcasts are within Australia. So I just wanted to let you know some of the reviews I've gotten. I've gotten one from John3155. Thank you. Also from View from a Bridge, Smallville0884 and KG. Thank you so much to those people for adding a review. It all helps. Um, me promote the podcast and get it out there so other runners can hear it and just to grow the audience in general so once again I'd really appreciate your help in subscribing and reviewing thanks so much I hope you all have a great week or weekend coming up of training next week I will be racing the GSER which is a great southern endurance run 182.9 182.9 I thought it was 182 but I've since found out it's more like 182.9 kilometers from Bright to Buller and you can't forget that 0.9 because I'm sure I'm sure I'll be feeling that right at the end and that should be an awesome weekend of running tough but um, hopefully all goes well so that starts next Friday morning so I will attempt to get a podcast out early next week a training talk um as long as I have time in regards to getting ready for my race, but I'm sure I can I can get a quick little podcast out. If you have any ideas on something you would like to hear about for Training Talk, let me know. Maybe I can even talk about prepping for an ultra in regards to getting everything ready for drop bags and all that sort of stuff. If you're interested in that, let me know and I will go ahead with that. Anyway, as I said, I hope you're having a great week of training and thanks for listening.